The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. It is 16 minutes to 8 o'clock. Adam, good morning. Are those kinds of jokes? I don't know if you heard them. Are they doing the rounds in the UK a lot? I'm sure they are. Uh, they are a little bit, yes, that, that gallows humour. Of course, they do recycle themselves just to, you know, fill in the name here. But, yes. Uh, what, what do you call a world-class English cricketer? Retired. <laughs> so there's another one. What, what do you call an Englishman with a bottle of champagne in his hand? A waiter. But these things are applicable equally, I'm sure, to Australians and South Africans and New Zealanders and so forth on other occasions. What do you call a Manchester United supporter with a bottle of champagne in his hand? A waiter. <laughs> <laughs> or optimistic, yeah. yeah. Do, you know, do you know what, though? It just goes to show the Manchester United team, as, as you were saying, is pretty much the same team as last year. Now, you could argue that some other teams have improved, but not all of them, surely. Have they all improved and United haven't? It just shows the Fergie factor. Yeah, it does. You know, now he's gone, Manchester United fans, uh, myself included, think, yeah, actually, you know, thinking... Maybe some fresh blood might shake the team up. Nah, we were wrong. We should have hung on to him for as long as we possibly could. Maybe eked another year or two out of him because um, it does look like, you know, it's a pretty ordinary team. And David Moyes is a good manager. Wheelchair and a drip. As long as we could get him onto the <laughs> side of the pitch with a wheelchair and a drip, we should have done it. But rather more seriously, new details about a teenager who vanished just after Christmas? Yeah, yeah, the search uh, continuing for this. Uh, indeed, the police are actively searching, but also putting out an appeal. There was a big family appeal yesterday uh, for this missing girl, 18-year-old Nida Ul-Nasir, who's been missing now for coming up to 12 days since she vanished. She was taking out the rubbish bins, you know, one of those things you do over Christmas and so forth. Uh, her chore, take out the rubbish bins, and she never came back. I mean, she was only just outside the house, for goodness sake, but it has now come to light that she was upset. They hadn't had a row, they say, but she was upset that she can't go to university in the UK. Nida's family are asylum seekers from Pakistan and because of that status, the asylum seeker status, Nida cannot study for a degree as it stands. The trouble is this is a case that's been going on for five years. In fact, they lost their case originally and then they've appealed and so forth. But five years, so she's been five years in education in the UK and now can't go to university. Her family describe her as very religious, very shy, very lovely, but uh, clearly upset about the whole deal. And when she went missing, bearing in mind, you know, she'd literally nipped out is how it was thought. She'd, you know, she's gone missing with no shoes, no coat, no phone, and this coinciding with, well, 12 days of torrential rain and howling gales and all sorts of things in Newport in South Wales, and oh, it, 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 there's heartbreak attached to this, isn't there? There is, and, uh, yeah, picking up on how you finished that story, Britain really is battered by the weather at the moment. Yeah, it's, uh, every day we, we're told how many flood alerts there are and then how many flood warnings there are. Let's spot the difference. It's, it's all the same thing. It's 150 if you put the two together, but also the fact that there are other flooded bits and no let-up and bursts of torrential rain and still 50 to 60 mile-an-hour winds. We're told there'll be more of these today. There were yesterday, and uh, I think we're on um, pretty much two weeks now of solidly unpleasant weather. Now, we do get winter storms. It's just the idea that they don't relent. Um, and so therefore the ground is saturated and there's currently a dozen main roads blocked by flood water, numerous small roads and small villages and so forth. And just to give a perspective of this, again, the Thames flood barrier in London, this keeps London dry, relatively speaking, the Thames flood barrier has closed for the 11th successive high tide. It generally only closes three or four times a year. 11 times in a row it's had to close in order to keep the flood water out. Hectic stuff. Why should I stop kissing granny? Should I still have a granny? <laughs> Isn't this extraordinary? Just, just uh, th This is advice that parents should stop their children or should stop 
asking their children to kiss grandma or grandpa uh, because they're saying that this is part of sex education, that essentially it will help children avoid future sexual exploitation if they're not ordered to share their emotions. The idea that, they'll go and give granny a kiss, bye-bye, or something like that. The idea that that is linked to sexual ex- exploitation has absolutely come from uh, from one group which offers advice on these things, an online group. They offer advice on all sorts of stuff. And the indignation and the outcry has been extraordinary. Online sex education resource teachers saying, hang on, you know, and family campaigners, the Family Education Trust, they've all weighed in saying... It hasn't, surely, kissing granny on the cheek has nothing to do with sexual exploitation, has it? Surely. And yet there's the advice sticking out like a sore thumb from the Sex Education Forum. There are some very, very strange people in your part of the world, Adam, and thank goodness we have you to tell them about us, tell us about them every day. Adam, back with us tomorrow.